Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 20 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for a new day to learn more about you. Father, may we receive all you have for us and help us learn how to receive more from you. Don't let us hold your generosity at bay. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, in Matthew 20, Jesus tells a parable to explain the generosity of God the Father. His story starts with a man who hired people early in the morning to work in the fields. All throughout the day, more people were hired, even until the last hour of the day. At last, when they stood in line to receive their wages, and to the dismay of those who worked the longest, all of them received the same wage. You can imagine the ones who started work early in the morning were upset. They thought a great injustice was done to them. However, the owner of, this dis of the estate simply told them he was a generous man. It was his money, and he could do with it as he chose. He chose to be generous. Jesus shows us just how generous God is through this story. God is good, and his generosity goes beyond our ability to fully understand. There are times I haven't understood God's generosity. Sometimes it seems he blesses others with more than he blesses me. But when I ask him about those people, God shows me what he's done for me. He shows me he has been more than generous and probably has been generous with you too. Sometimes we just need to look at things through a different lens. Take a few minutes and ask God to show you how he has blessed you and is currently blessing you. Well, later in our chapter, the mother of Zebedee shows us a true mother's heart. She wants the best for her children and asks Jesus for a huge favor. She wants her sons to be seated beside Jesus in heaven. Well, that is quite an ask. And Jesus tells her she doesn't really understand what she's asking. I'm sure I have had really big asks as well, especially for my children. But as I've had big asks for myself, Jesus puts my asks in perspective. Just when I want some acknowledgement for something I've done, he teaches me that I am a servant. We are here to serve. Jesus demonstrates his commitment to servanthood in all that he does. He came into this world as a pauper and left this world as a supposed criminal. Imagine the Messiah, the King of Kings, could have had anything, but he chose to serve. Something for us to meditate on today, especially if we are wanting the praise of others, even in the smallest way. Maybe we feel our family doesn't appreciate what we do for them. Well, let us do all we do unto the Lord today. Then let's see what's happening in Acts chapter 20. We find Paul on the move again. Another Jewish uprising came against him, so he moved on. He taught and preached everywhere he went, truly an inspiration to them and to us today. One evening he preached on through midnight. Imagine listening to a pastor for hours. Some of us would have fallen asleep before that midnight hour. And of course we find a young man sitting in an open window who fell asleep, fell out the window and died. Paul held this young man in his arms and confidently said he would live. 
what faith he had to be able to do these kinds of miracles. We could all probably use an extra measure of faith today. Let's ask God to impart more faith in our hearts so we too see the kinds of miracles that were done in those first days and years in the early church. Well, Paul knew his time to preach openly and freely was soon coming to an end. The Holy Spirit had shown him he would be imprisoned, so he called his men together to let them know, encourage them in the faith, and then say some goodbyes. He also gave them warnings, telling them to be on their guard and be on alert to the wolves that would certainly come and try to destroy this flock. I have a few verses underlined, but sharing just one with you today. Verse 32 says, and now, brethren, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care. And I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. It is able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance amongst all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, and transformed of soul. Well, there are a lot of words here. Basically, I would like you to know that God's grace, counsel, and favor are able to keep us his. We can lean into this promise and be thankful that God has made a way for us to be his and keep us his. Let's look to see what's happening with Joseph in Genesis chapter 39. He was bought by Potiphar, who was a chief executioner of the royal guard. Well, that's a scary thought right there. Joseph was working for a killer, a killer for hire by the king. Even in this situation, God was with Joseph. Verse 2 tells us that even though Joseph was a slave, he was prosperous. Only in God's hands could this happen. God blessed Joseph in many ways as he served, even as he served a killer. God even blessed this killer's home for Joseph's sake. We must know then that God enfolds us in his love and care, no matter what the circumstances are around us. Well, this story comes with a plot twist. Potiphar's wife took a liking to Joseph. It appears she was a woman who was accustomed to getting what she wanted, for she concocted a seemingly devastating scheme against Joseph when she didn't get her way with him. He went to prison, but again, the Lord was with him, and soon he was in charge of everyone and everything in prison. Well, God knew how this story would end. He knew Joseph needed leadership skills for the position that was in his future. God taught him while he was a slave and while he was imprisoned, and his favor was upon him in both these very difficult situations. God shows his love for us as he blessed Joseph with his favor what his brothers meant for his harm, God used for his good. And we can be sure God is providing us all we need for our future positions as well, no matter how difficult our current circumstances look to us. He is certainly with us. Well, in chapter 40, we find some of Pharaoh's officers were also put in prison with Joseph. And we will see how God was working in this circumstance in future chapters. Both the butler and the chief of the baker had dreams on the same night. Imagine that. God is working while we sleep, for he never slumbers. Both were very upset because they didn't know the meaning of their dreams. Joseph's faith is strong and steady, even in his unfortunate circumstances. And he tells them that God will help him interpret their dreams. 
Notice that he doesn't waver in his belief that God will help him. In fact, he interprets the dreams with clarity and perfection. The only thing he asks for in return is that the butler remember this deed he has done and assist him in getting free from prison. We end the chapter with the butler not remembering this deed, at least for now. For now, Joseph waits. We don't know how long he was in prison, but we do know that it was years. He was in the waiting room for years until God's appointed time. So if you are in some kind of waiting room right now, you can be sure God sees you and has a plan for you. Even when we feel ready, God knows the exact time of our readiness to serve his purpose. So many times I get caught up in my purpose, my goals, and my plans. But we need to wait on God, wait for his timing and his purpose for us. There have been times I've wanted to step out ahead of him, but it wouldn't have allowed for God's best for me. I would have stepped into something good, but it wasn't his best. So let's pray for patience to wait upon God and his best for us today. I love how our reading schedule aligns our chapters in history together. In Psalm 20, David writes, May this, the name of the God of Jacob set you up on high and defend you. Well, there's so much power in this verse now that we know what the God of Jacob promised Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. As we read about these men and now Joseph and the favor God gave them, we can be sure the God of Jacob will rescue us, defend us, and set us exactly where God wants us to be. One of my favorite Bible verses is verse 4, which says, May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. God does give us the desires of our hearts. There are times when I thought I knew what my desires were, but God has shown me differently. And now I truly have come to the place where I know God is granting me the desires of my heart. You see, I have a desire to know, to be in the know. I'm an information gatherer. And it has only been recently when God showed me that he is granting me this deep desire as I lean into him and learn more of him. So let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for the promise of granting the desires of our hearts. Bend our will to yours, Lord. Help us discover your perfect plan for our lives and rejoice in you as you unfold our true desires. May we be open to your leading as you have the best in mind for us. Thank you for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.